available now. The first feature-length horror audio drama from JJ2E Media and TSDJA Productions. The Camping Trip. This anthology delivers three tales of terror that are tied to a present-day deception. The Family on the Hill, The Hook-Handed Nightmare, and The Incident at Bagnell. Two scout leaders tell stories to their three young charges of zombie attacks, summer camp assaults, and demonic sacrifices from the last century. Listen as a revenge plot decades in the making unfolds around them all in this fully produced audio experience. Go to tsdjaproductions.bandcamp.com and buy the full album, which includes the first bonus episode of the Nerd Blitz with Doom and Fitz podcast, where the writer-directors at The Scooby Doom and at Fitzman73 break down the entire production, their research, and much more. For just $5, you get over three hours of content. From TSDJA Productions and JJ2E Media, The Camping Trip. Own it now. Fitz? <laughs> I know, that's stupid and lame, and I even warned you that it was going to be kind of lame, but that made me laugh. Which part? The whole thing. Oh. Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, I've was i been thinking for a while, it's like, damn, i got to come up with some new voices for, you know, the intro. Because that's one of the great pleasures of doing this for me is like each week kind of coming up with a different voice to say hey gang you're listening to the nerd blitz with doom and fits and i've got a couple others planned but that one i just wanted to get to because it makes me giggle going oh my god hey gang oh my god <laughs> you're too good at that <laughs> oh, oh my god shut up you're stupid <laughs> <laughs> The sad thing is, is that voice has come to me over time. 
because, oh my god, I knew so many fucking girls like that when I was in school. Like, lower grades, too. It's not like, you know... In high school, there was a little girl that was like, Oh my god, it's puppy dogs and stickers in myspace.com! No, like, fucking third grade, yeah. you'd say something, and there'd be this girl or group of girls, they'd be like, Oh my god, that's so cute! Oh my god, why is that high school guy looking at us? Oh my god, that's creepy! <laughs> Stop it! You're creeping me out! Wouldn't it be fucked up if I did the whole episode like that? Uh, that's one word for it. <laughs> Especially with the joke that I'm getting ready to do. Just like <laughs> saying heinous, dirty, fucking disgusting shit. And it's like, oh my god, he said cock! <laughs> oh. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> That creeps you out, doesn't it? Made my asshole pucker. (laughs) Guess who you're doing the whole show with? (laughs) Tracy. Brittany. My name is Brittany. Not cool. Brittany. (laughs) Not cool. You should remember my name. Oh my god. I'm gonna tell my dad. And this is where the dirt blitz ends. Dad, he said we're going to end the show. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm going to hear that voice in my nightmares. <laughs> all I'm going to see is myself at the bottom of a well and you standing over the top going, oh, my God, it puts the lotion on its skin. <laughs> Here, let me say it just so when you edit this, you have to hear it again. Oh, my God, it puts the lotion on its skin or else it gets the hose again. Oh, God. No, wax on, wax off. <laughs> <laughs> I said wax off. I was trying to say wax off. Oh, I thought you did that on purpose. <laughs> no, it's because whenever I say wax on, wax off, I say wax on, wax off and do the hand motion. <laughs> Yeah. For years since I saw that, it's like wax on, wax off. Oh, yeah, said said the rest of the world. Yeah, I know. I didn't do it on purpose though. It just I slipped into my yeah. idiocy. But yeah, wax on, wax off, motherfucker! Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> you know? Do you think when they wrote that movie, like the guy that wrote the lines, wax on, wax off? Do you think he like did it even cross his mind like? People are going to think we're telling him to jack off. <laughs> he's saying wax. No, he's saying, I don't think so. He's saying wax off. <laughs> Daniel son, you wax off. Uh, no, I probably didn't because, it. yeah, people were fucking filthy and shit back then, but they're nothing like we are now. Clearly. Where, I mean, people <laughs> now, they try to act like they're all prim and proper and shit, but you know behind closed doors, they're like, we going to fuck. I know. Oh my god, <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> You're gonna see that when you go to sleep tonight, aren't you? Yeah. Oh boy. <laughs> I want you to suck it. <laughs> no, it's Elden Crusty. <laughs> oh, God. Okay. 
so. Ready for the joke? Didn't we just do it? Wait, we haven't done it yet? <laughs> nope. I blacked out. I missed something. Okay, yeah, go nope, ahead. Nope, there's still more of this shit to go. Okay, let's do a joke then. And you know what? I'm thinking maybe from now on I might tell all the jokes in that voice. Okay, can't hurt. <laughs> uh, no, I won't do that to you. Okay. Though there is a wife in this joke, so guess who's the wife? <laughs> Play the theme song! Doom's Joke Corner! Okay, are you ready? Yep. On the night of their wedding, a newlywed couple goes to change. The new bride comes out of the bathroom showered and wearing a robe. The proud husband says, My dear, we're married now. You can open that robe up. The beautiful young woman... (laughs) Uh, Given the voice I'm about to use, that makes it even creepier. The beautiful young woman opens her robe, and he's astonished. Oh, oh my God, you are so beautiful. Let me take your picture. Puzzled, she asks, My picture? (laughs) He answers, Yes, my dear, so I can carry your beauty next to my heart forever. She smiles and he takes her picture and then it's his turn to head to the bathroom for a shower. He comes out wearing a robe and the new wife says, Oh my God, why are you wearing a robe? We're married now. At that, the man opens his robe and she exclaims, Ew! Oh my God, let me get a picture. He beams and says, Why? She answers, So I can get it enlarged. (laughs) (laughs) That made it worse, didn't it? A little bit, yeah. (laughs) Oh yeah, I found that one earlier and it's like, Holy shit, this is going to be awesome. (laughs) I don't know if it was as awesome as I intended, but I enjoyed the fuck out of it, especially with the revelation of that voice and how much it creeps you out. (laughs) So I got news for you. Every time you say, that's what she said, I'm like, oh my God, you're a dick. (laughs) Oh, come on. That's not fair. Oh, yes, it is. That's not even close to being equal punishment. (laughs) Well, no, that's me making up for all the weeks when you've said it. And all I had was, fuck off, or fuck you, or grrr! <laughs> now I'm making up for lost time. So go ahead and say it, motherfucker. See what happens. All right, well, <laughs> sorry, fans, of that's what she said. It's not going to happen anymore. Oh, my God, you're such a fucking dick! Stop it! <laughs> yep, you killed that. Yeah! C- congratulations. Keep your fucking face, fuck one! <laughs> Uh, I just looked over at my levels, and it's basically a solid bar of me yelling. Oh, God. Okay, well, I'll have fun with that, then. <laughs> I did. I caught a glimpse, and it's like, oh, whoa. Make your, I'm gonna of, get your, oh, my God! I'm going to get your audio, and all it is going to be is... <laughs> <laughs> oh, that would suck. Because this has been fucking gold so far. <laughs> so... Um, do you want to get into the news that we've both got, or I've got, or whatever the fuck? Yeah, go ahead. You, you've been chomping at the bit to talk about this Scooby-Doo news, so let's do it. There's one piece of news that really makes me super fucking happy, and then there's a piece of news slash rumor that 
I don't know how to think about it, and I want to get your take on it. But first and foremost, the piece of news that I'm so fucking happy about, you know that book I've talked about quite a few times, um, Scooby-Doo Team-Up? The comic? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You remember I told you that it was a bi-monthly book? It comes out every other month? You might have. I, I didn't remember that, but... Well, it was. Keyword there is was. Oh. The October solicits for uh, DC shit came out since the last time we recorded, and I read it, and it was like, oh, I wonder what, you know, the Scooby Apocalypse uh, solicit is going to be. I wonder what the Where Are You solicit's going to be. I wonder what the fucking Team Up solicit's going to be if Team Up's in this month. And I scrolled down, I read the other two, and then I got to Scooby Team Up, and the first line made me cheer. Now a monthly book. And it's like, yes! So for me, that's huge fucking news that while I can't read that book, I'm so fucking happy to know that out there in the world, even if one of them ends up sucking, there are three books monthly with Scooby in the title being published. Yeah, that team-up book looks like it's way more fun than Scooby Apocalypse. Trust me, I've read four issues of it, I think. Mm Mm-hmm. If you want classic, old-school Scooby fun, fuck everything else. Start reading that book. It'll throw you back to your childhood so fucking quick. Yeah, I mean, just looking at the covers, that's what it looks like to me. Even more so than the the main Scooby book. Yeah, the main Scooby book, as I've said before, it's got problems, and I like it. But it does have problems. And it's not... It doesn't feel like a... Ripped from the fucking childhood like team up does yeah my kids got had a couple over the years and they've always been like meh this doesn't this is all right but it it doesn't seem like didn't feel like scooby-doo necessarily yeah i think the reason for that might be because the art isn't always great because one artist that does it joe stanton or stanton or whatever his name is Mm -hmm. he's the dude that does the fucking tomato nosed velma she looks like a frog with a tomato nose his art's spotty there are a few artists on it that do great work like uh vince deporter mm-hmm. or vincent deporter and um a dude from animation scott gerald he actually worked on i think it was what's new scooby-doo oh okay and he he was i think he was the showrunner on crypto the super dog hmm. yeah i'm always i'm always surprised when like the um the people who do animation don't do they don't get them to do the monthly books yeah it seems like a fucking no-brainer, doesn't it? Yeah, because, I mean, especially, like, I've seen, I've I've watched, um, oh, what's his name, uh, Tom Cook, who was yeah. an old animator from the 80s and stuff. Yeah, yeah, I've yeah, watched, yeah, yeah. I mean, he's the one that did that Scooby drawing for Molly yeah, at a con. Yeah, I love that. I mean, I've watched I've watched these guys, do, and, and granted, they're doing the same, pose. the same pose over and over again, so it's, you know, but still, it's like, I mean, it does look like it takes them hardly any time at all to whip one of those out, you know? I know. So, you know, it's not like it's not like Greg Capullo drawing Batman every month that, that it's like a well, super I mean, labor-intensive, you know... Yeah, I mean, this, I mean this looks like it's specifically like whip, 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 with, whip like, the Hanna-Barbera done. style. Yeah, I mean, it's super simple. The Hanna-Barbera style, it's simplistic, but it it's evocative. Yeah. You know, and then they're not in production. The animators aren't in production all the time. Yeah. You know, so you'd think they could do like a a year's worth of books in a couple months. Mm-hmm. And like some of the shit in Scooby Apocalypse, because that one issue I read, I've actually read the um, 
Captain Marvel or Marvel family issue. Mm-hmm. Some of that shit, I'm wondering if that was actually, you know, fresh drawings because it's that good. Yeah. It looks like shit just ripped from a cartoon. So it's not like you've got to do super new or super different poses for every new issue. You hit a lot of those iconic poses like that group shot of the gang with Fred pointing. Mm-hmm. They hit a lot of those iconic poses and it works. So it, it can't be that hard. And it's not even something like, you know, Scooby Apocalypse with Howard Porter doing totally new designs, totally new proportions, and shit like that. Yeah, and, and totally new environments. Yeah. And it's a totally new style. It's not it's not uh, cartoony at all. Yeah, that's what I mean. There's yeah. different proportions to the characters. And I mean, even if it pick a random fucking series, there's a few different styles for Scooby, like the original style, then you got the pup style, then you've got the what's new style, which is pretty much the original style, just with new clothes. You've got the Mystery Incorporated style, you've got, well, we're not even going to mention that because it hurts my heart. You've got the Be Cool style, too. Mm-hmm. Even if you've got those, they've got the turnarounds and everything ready. You know what it's supposed to look like from the different angles. You know? Mm-hmm. You've seen it in motion. You know what it's supposed to look like. Yeah. With Scooby Apocalypse, there's no fucking telling what that's supposed to look like. Right. That's just that's what I meant by... Yeah, yeah, if yeah. If you got the animators, like, they do it all day long. Like, they could they can draw mm-hmm. these things in their sleep. Yeah, they know these characters intimately inside and out. Mm-hmm. You think... You know, you you would think they could whip them out pretty quick, and and it would look just like the cartoon. Yeah, well, like I said, Scott Gerald's from the cartoon. He does a pretty good job. I mean, he makes some weird choices sometimes. Like he puts windows on the back of the mystery machine, which the mystery machine in animation never really had windows on the back. Oh, I never really noticed that. And he puts it from like roof to the middle of the back of the mystery machine, so it looks weird. Hmm. But other than that, I mean, his style pretty much works. Some of, like, the day player characters that are only in one story, they look a little off, too, but what the fuck can you do, you know? Yeah. So, yeah, that's the first piece of Scooby News I had. Oh, that's cool. I'm trying to pull up the other one. And, yeah, that did. That made me so excited. It's unusual to hear, like, they're increasing it and not canceling it. The, yeah, uh, no. A book, you know. Usually it's yeah. the announcement is, well... This one's done. Well, see, that book, I I think it's got legs because, like, they're tying it in with all these DC characters and shit. Oh, and right. That, an issue with that was the first ever Scooby-Doo book that DC uh, did a second printing of. Oh. I mean, now Scooby Apocalypse, I think it's gone to a second printing. But um, Scooby-Doo team up, it was the issue with Harley and Ivy, which, holy fuck, I wish I could have read that one. Mm. But, um... It was the issue with Harley and Ivy. It sold like hotcakes. And they did a second printing of it, and they said that was the first ever Scooby-Doo book that DC's done a second printing of. Huh. Yeah, I believe it. Yeah, so I think that book, as long as they keep bringing interesting characters in and characters that are iconic that people know and love and want to read about, I think that book's going to be around for a while. And you know what? I'm all for that. Again, I love the main Scooby book, Scooby-Doo, Where Are You? But I would rather read Team Up than another issue of Where Are You or another issue of Apocalypse. 
that's how much I love that fucking book. Yep. And again, I've only read four issues of it so far. But, like, they're crossing up... They did an issue with The Flash. They've done an issue with uh, Harley and Ivy. They did a Superman issue. I think they either did or they're gonna do a Green Lantern issue. They did a Wonder Woman issue. They did a Jetsons issue. They did a Flintstones issue. I'm just waiting for them to get the fucking Dino Mutt and Blue Falcon. Have they done a Don Knotts issue? Not yet, but, <laughs> you know, if the family's down for it, it could happen. Don Knotts and Phyllis Diller and the Harlem Globetrotters. Those were fucking good. Those were pretty good. I've got the set right here. They're so fucking weird, too. Like, what kind of fucking choices, dude? <laughs> I know. We'll get well, Don I mean, Knotts. <laughs> yeah. The set, that, they put out a set of that with... 15 episodes of it called The Best of the New Scooby-Doo Movies. Yeah. I've got it right here in my hand. And there's only 15 episodes because they couldn't get the families of some of the stars to sign off on the likeness rights and shit. Really? Yeah, and I think Phyllis Diller is one of them. Here, I'll tell you who all's in it. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, Let's see. Disc 1 has the Three Stooges, Batman and Robin, Jonathan Winters, and Don Knotts. And let me tell you, that fucking Jonathan Winters episode, that's probably one of my favorites. It's yeah, so fucking yeah, good. Yeah, because it doesn't he do his, like, his Edna Fricker character He's yeah. in a dress. Maud Fricker. Maud Fricker, yeah. Yeah. And come on, Jonathan Winters was amazing. That dude's fucking nuts, dude. Go, go on YouTube and find some of his uh, Tonight Show appearances. Yeah. He's fucking nuts. He's, like, batshit well, I mean, crazy. Just watch him on Mork and Mindy. Well, yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean that right there. That's that's pretty out said. there. That's pretty out there. But that's that's where he's, you know, that's what he's supposed to be doing is being completely crazy and out there. But if you go on the Tonight yeah. Show and watch him just talk. I mean, he was like Robin Williams before Robin Williams, almost. Oh yeah. Like well, how Robin like Williams how Williams fucking flat out said that he was his main inspiration. Yeah, because he'll he he just like breaks into voices and characters and you know. Yeah. He reminds me of my grandpa, not in that way, but like. The way his uh, facial features and and uh, facial movements and stuff. Yeah, well, I mean, it's like watching him growing up on, like I said, Scooby Doo, and I've seen him do other shit. I can't remember what, but him watching Robin Williams and the way that they would, you know, just fucking one second they're talking fine to you, and the next minute they're like, "How you doing, there, son?" Mm-hmm. and shit. I'm not going to deny it. That's where it comes from for me. I mean, it's not that hard to fucking connect the dots there. Especially if you get me talking about Robin Williams and you find out how much I actually fucking love that dude. It's not that fucking hard to figure out, you know? Yeah. But let's save that for another time because I don't feel like crying right now. <laughs> anyway, yeah, those the those guest star spots were good. Those. Yeah. Well, I'll, I'll finish reading off the list. That's but I mean, they're, but I mean, they're but, they're but they're all such just bizarre. Well, I mean, they got the fucking Adams family in a couple episodes. Oh yeah, yeah. They've got disc two has Don Knotts, Laurel and Hardy, the Three Stooges again. Oh yeah, fucking Laurel and Hardy. Um, Laurel and Hardy is fucking dead when that. They, I, don't, I don't even think they were alive when the when Scooby Doo was on. Were they? I mean, they would have had to have been. I think it could have been their kids because didn't their kids for a while come out as the new laurel and hardy oh i don't know i'm pretty sure it was them though you'd have to check the dates on it because this was the second scooby series 
And it was running in like 70 or 71. Right. 72. Yeah. Somewhere in there. I guess they could have been alive, but for some reason I didn't think they lived that long. I don't know. I don't know that much about them because I wasn't a huge fan. No. I'll take the Three Stooges over them any day. I would too, and I'm not a huge fan of them either. Oh, I love the Three Stooges. I don't watch them nearly as much as I used to, but yeah. when I was a kid, I i mean, that's fucked up. I watched them when I was a well, kid. I mean, but, yeah. I watched them when I was a kid too. Mm-hmm. And that's why I'm not a huge fan of them anymore because, holy fuck, even on Eleven... They ran that shit in the fucking ground. It's like mash. It wouldn't yeah. go away. They remastered them so they're like in high def now. So like the yeah. the blacks and the blacks are all dark again, and the whites are bright, and you know it's not it's not so washed out looking. Yeah. So the the picture is like really really nice. You should go back and check them out. They, they I don't know. They still make me laugh for some reason. I'm sure they're still funny. Like, I mean, I love Lucy and shit. I can still laugh at that. And even that's like, go away. Right. It, it's really not that they're not funny or I don't like them. It's just they played them so much when I was little. I was like, okay, I've got my fill for a, a while. Like I said, it's like MASH. It doesn't go the fuck away. There's like six channels that air MASH. And it's like, fuck off and die, would you? What I always hate is, especially now, like, if you see them now on, on channels, like, the fucking things are only like 15 minutes long, right? Yeah. They put like two commercial breaks in them. Yeah, I know. It's like, what the fuck, man? Can't and you it's just... like, you can't do this shit like Robot Chicken and play the motherfucker all the way through and then do your commercials? Right. Give me like five minutes of commercials before and five minutes after. Don't don't break the whole uh-huh. fucking thing up. It's not that long. And then they'll yep. and then they have these stupid like trivia bumpers and like all this fucking retarded Eating up like even more fucking time. Yeah. Yeah, and like retarded like um, showing clips of other episodes and like. Little fucking music montages and stupid shit. And it's like, fucking, this yep. is ridiculous. No wonder nobody likes this shit. Nobody can stand to watch it. Yep, I'm totally fucking with you, man. Should have saved that for my fuck this shit. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Your list is fucking puny as it is. I almost, yeah, I almost had number seven. <laughs> uh, I'll finish this out real quick. The other guest on disc two was probably the most famous guest, the Harlem Globetrotters. No, because they were weren't they on? They were in multiple episodes, weren't they? They they actually did three episodes. I was gonna say the yeah. other two are on disc three, but they did three episodes. But for years, I don't know why, when they would do compilations or something like that, they would only release two of them. Oh, the third was this is the third one where uh, Curly raped Shaggy. <laughs> like that episode of what was it? One day at a time, where they go into the bike shop and the dude tries fucking them or something. <laughs> That's different strokes, but yeah, different strokes. It's an old fucking show. <laughs> God uh, damn. You insult me, sir. I know I do. But anyways, sorry, anywho, we've got shirts with it on it now, so I can't fucking be self-conscious about it. Anywho, uh, disc three, the other guests are Batman and Robin, the other two episodes of the Harlem Globe Globetrotters, Don Knott, or not Don Knotts, Don Adams, where he plays an exterminator. Don Adams, fucking get smart. I missed it by that much. Yeah, yeah. Yep. It's so crazy. It's um, so cra- it's so crazy, like, the things that they would put into kids' shows, like, in the 70s. They're like, these are all fucking super old people. <laughs> well, I mean, this show was basically like the fucking love boat. Yeah. If you're towards the end of your career, hey, come do the new Scooby-Doo movies. Yeah, I guess but so. But see, I'm glad they did it because a lot of these stars, I never would have fucking known who they oh, were. Oh, yeah, definitely. It's, it's cool, like. 
it's cool now because you're like, well, yeah, I know all these people. Mm-hmm. I know all these people because they were on Scooby Doo or because they were on the Love Boat or because they were, you know. Yep. And it's like kids these days, like people like Don Knotts or Don Adams, these fucking asshole kids these days, they'll never know who that is. No. No, nowadays if if they did that kind of shit, it'd be like, it's the fucking guy from One Direction and it's fucking uh-huh. Miley Cyrus and it's fucking Kim Kardashian. Kim Kardashian and Jinx. <laughs> it's Kim Kardashian and fucking Justin Bieber and... Oh, fuck. Yeah. Anyway, disc four... It finishes out with Speed Buggy, Mama Cass oh. Elliot, and Dick Van Dyke. Oh, my God. The Dick God. Van Dyke's another episode that's great. Fucking Cass Elliot. I forgot she was on there, too. That is so yep. fucking weird. Isn't it? Like, do you think any of the, like, no kid watching that's going to be like, oh, yeah, it's the Mama Cass episode. Yeah, you're not going to have kids outside playing and be like, guys, go home! Mama Cass is on Scooby-Doo! <laughs> if we miss this, we're fucked! Oh my god, I hope it's the one with Don Knotts. <laughs> but see, the, see, the thing is, though, like, Mama Cass, her episode was, or she was one of the few people that was still a star at the time because she died as a star. Yeah. She wasn't one of the ones that was like, I'm coming, how do the Scooby What's It's in the Do House? Yeah, she was still, she, yeah, she was still contemporary in the 70s. In the yeah. early 70s. Not for too long, though. Yeah, no shit. There's still that rumor out there that she died fucking choking on a ham sandwich. Nah, that's been debunked. I know, but people still believe it. I know. That's been debunked. She had a heart attack, I believe. I know. Yeah. But I'm telling you, there's people that still believe that. Well, yeah, have you ever seen, um, was it fucking John Belushi on Saturday Night Live did that? Where he choked, where he was playing her and he choked on a sandwich? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yeah, so it's like shit like that that's that's burned those kind of things into people's brains and it'll never leave. I know. That's fucked up, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Fucking Broad has a heart attack and just because she's fat, they're like, ha-ha, tubby bitch died eating a ham sandwich. Yep, that's what that fat fuck gets for eating in the bed. Some of the other guest stars on that show, though, as, as you said, was um, Phyllis Diller. Uh, they did an I Dream a Genie episode. Uh, yeah, and that, that actually makes sense because, and even the Adams Family too, because they they had a I Dream of Jeannie cartoon and a Adams Family cartoon. Oh yeah, they were Hanna Barbera cartoons yeah, too. Right, exactly. And then they did a Josie and the Pussycats episode too. Yeah, that those none of those episodes are, are available, and I think like the Josie and the Pussycats episodes aren't available because for some reason Warner Brothers and Archie Comics haven't been able to work out a deal. Oh. But it's like, come the fuck on. Just slice off some cheddar to these motherfuckers and get these episodes out there. Because these are, like the Phyllis Diller episode, I remember watching that as a kid and that was so good. Because she was a fucking character. Yeah. Well, yeah, have you ever seen um, Mad Monster Party? I don't think so. It's uh, Rankin and Bass. Was it stop motion? Yeah. No. Oh, it's so fucking good. Um that's one of those things that I saw when I was a little kid and then never, ever saw it again for decades. And I thought for sure I had it like a fever dream, like it wasn't real. <laughs> yep. I've had a lot of <laughs> and then, those. And then uh, like sometime in the late nineties, um, I saw they were going to put it on DVD. I was like, Oh my God, it's fucking real. Like once, <laughs> once, once you had access to like the internet and stuff, you could search for that kind of shit. 
I was yeah. like, and I found it. I was like, oh my god, it was real. Yeah, I've had a lot of fucking yeah. Those. But uh, she's in that. She plays uh, the the Bride of Frankenstein. Yeah. Basically, she just like emasculates Frankenstein the whole time. I can see that. Yeah, I'd, I'd love to see that just because it's got her and because it's stop motion. I love me some stop motion, especially if it's, yeah, it's got quality. Yeah, it's got uh, Boris Karloff in it, too. Oh, well, obviously. Come on. And uh, the guy that did the voice for Spider-Man in the 60s Spider-Man cartoon, who also did the oh, voice... Shit. What who, was his name? Who also did the voice for Hermie the Elf in Rudolph the Red-Nosed Ranger. Shit, what was that dude's fucking name? I can't remember now. God damn it. He just died not too long ago. Yeah, I know. Or, it's probably a Fuck. couple of years now, but... Yeah. I don't remember his fucking name. God damn it. That sucks. So yeah, um... Scooby-Doo team-ups, a monthly book now. And it it is. It's basically like the modern-day version of the new Scooby-Doo movies, which is funny because the last few years, the direct-to-video movies have been a lot like the new Scooby-Doo movies. Oh, yeah, with, like, the Kiss crossover and the wrestling and... Yeah, they're getting ready to put out the second WWE crossover with Undertaker. Oh, I can't wait for that. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's true. Yeah. They, are, they are like the old ones now because they're getting all kinds of celebrity... Mm-hmm. crossovers yeah and I think I think a series like that as long as you don't try to get some of these fucking people who've been stars for like three and a half minutes but you know they would simply to get their fucking billions of fans on Twitter to yeah. watch some like YouTube asshole yeah yeah they get fucking that PewDiePie or whatever the fuck his name is PewDiePie yeah that fucking douche they'd get somebody like him or like we said kim kardashian or justin bieber and it's like go for somebody who's been around try to get george clooney which i'm not a big fan of him but try to get somebody like that because it's warner brothers they can afford him get andrew dice clay (laughs) (laughs) hickory dickory doc velma was sucking my cock you know what's funny that i had never heard of andrew dice clay what? Well, yeah, I mean, that is. But I had never heard of Andrew Dice Clay. Nobody in the neighborhood had heard of him. Yeah. And, like, I was young, like, inappropriately young. Like, I'm talking, like, 10, 11, 12 years old. Oh, that's Barely knew what cock meant. Yeah. And, like, we were fucking around, joking, and playing, probably playing baseball or something out on the side of my house here. <laughs> and, again, I had no clue who Clay was. But... <laughs> Somebody said something snarky to me, and I was like, Hickory Dickory Doc, come over and suck my cock. And we had to stop playing. We had to stop playing for like 10 minutes because we all hit the fucking deck. Oh, <laughs> uh, yep. And I was like, oh my God, this is so funny, this thing I just created. <laughs> Guess what? Somebody did it already. <laughs> no, no, not somebody had already done it. Somebody had created a career doing it. Yeah. <laughs> We come in the house, and my parents were the kind of parents where you could say this shit to them, and they wouldn't get pissed off. Mm-hmm. I came in, and I was like, oh, my God! <laughs> he told me to fuck off or something like that, and I told him, hickory dickory dock, come over and suck my cock. And they were like, ha, ha. You stole that from Andrew Dice Clay, and yeah. I was like, who? Who, sh- who showed you Andrew Dice Clay? <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. A- another funny story like that. 
you watch them now and they're kind of horse shit. They're not that funny. But did you ever see uh, Scary Movie 2? Nope. Never saw any of those. They looked like dog shit, so I didn't bother watching them. Yeah, but I was a fan of the Wayans Brothers. Yeah. I. You know? Yeah, I, I got over the Wayans Brothers. Yeah. I was a fan of In Living like, Color, and then after that, I liked I'm Gonna Get You, Sucker. Yeah. But then once, like, Damon Wayne started doing, like, Major Pain and all that kind of bullshit, I was like, eh, this ain't fucking funny no more. I still like Major Pain. But, it, like, their sitcom was good, and so, you know, I was like, holy shit, they're doing movies. Let's yeah. watch these. Well, a fucked up story, and it's one of those things where, it's like, I said something really fucking heinous, and my mom was like, ha, 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 So... It tells you why I'm so fucked up. Because <laughs> I got the wrong kind of reinforcement. Uh-huh. We, there was a bird in, I think it was Scary Movie 2, who's fucking rocking a hard on through the whole movie. A bird? A bird. Okay. Like a parrot. Yeah. And at one point, somebody's like, you better watch your mouth, little bird, or something calls him little. Mm-hmm. And he's like, Brock, little, I'm hung like a bull, lady. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mentioned it in the bonus pod, that bingo that my parents used to go to where, yeah. you, you know, you could bring kids. Yeah. Well, across from it, they had a field with like a baseball diamond or something. Mm-hmm. And I don't remember if they were playing baseball, softball or kickball or what, but I mean... The other kids who were playing, I wasn't playing. I was standing behind the uh, backstop, the fence, watching. Right. And the other kids who were playing, they're not playing that well. I'm like, oh, my God, you suck. Boo, go home, you suck. And this girl that we actually became good friends with, and this was our first meeting with her. Mm-hmm. So it's a surprise that we became good friends with her. But I'm heckling. I think it was her little sister at the time. I was like, boo, you suck. And she turns and she goes, watch your mouth, little boy. (laughs) And I went, little, I'm hung like a bull, lady. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like nine years old, ten years old. Whenever that movie came out, I was young. Mm -hmm. And she goes, (gasps) and starts chasing after us. And me and my brother fucking haul ass back into the bingo hall. (laughs) Go up to my mom and my brother's like, you you won't believe what he just said. There, There was a girl... I'm laughing my ass off. He's like, there's a girl. There's a girl out there. She's a blind girl. He said a thing to her. You ain't going to believe this. And my mom's like, what'd you do? And I'm like, oh, shit, I'm in trouble. And she goes, what'd you do? And I explain it to her. And she just looks at me stoic for, like, two seconds. And then she just starts fucking breaking up laughing. And my brother's just like, why does he get to say that? And I am, I'm just laughing my ass off. My mom's laughing my ass off. She's like, ha ha ha, get the fuck outside, have fun. <laughs> she's, she's, she's laughing because she changed her diapers. <laughs> oh, fuck you. <laughs> oh, you're a prick. <laughs> I mean, it's true, but fuck you. <laughs> uh, Another funny... You want to hear another funny story before we get into this other piece of Scooby news? Absolutely. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, We were all sitting in the living room one one day. My brother comes in. He fucking just sits down right in front of me. I'm talking to my mom. He sits down right in front of me like I'm not there, like I'm not talking. He just fucking starts yammering away. 
And I'm looking at the back of my head. My mom's looking over his shoulder like, you're just going to let this pass? You <laughs> Seriously, you're not going to do something. Just giving me this look. And I kind of pushed my brother and I went, step off, cum bubble. It's my time to shine. <laughs> 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 me and my mom both start fucking laughing our asses off. <laughs> and he literally says, what? You're just going to let him get away with that? <laughs> and she looks at him, laughing her ass off, shrugs, and she goes, what can I do? It was funny. <laughs> she, says, she says, yeah, step off, call bubble. You heard him. <laughs> yeah, it was fucking awesome. It's a very healthy environment you grew up in. <laughs> hey, it's made this fucking pod as good as it is if it's good at all any of that comes from fucking all of that shit <laughs> but it's funny because like i figured out early that if i could make them laugh i could pretty much get out of any major trouble <laughs> yeah like anytime my mom's a little fucking down in the dumps yeah all i've got to do is you know like say step off come bubble it's my time to shine fucking works <laughs> still still and this like i said this was like 10 15 years ago damn yeah the the whole cum bubble thing and the i'm hung like a bull lady those weren't too far apart yeah so we should have been doing this pod like 15 years ago before podcasts existed because i was on a streak there it's been all downhill <laughs> since <laughs> i don't know i think you've uh i think you've matured your you're Uber from Cum Bubble. <laughs> maybe a little. Maybe maybe, yeah. maybe just a little. It might have... The humor might have matured or something, but that's not to say it got better. No. Because, well. I mean, look at the fucking videos I make where a chick gets a fucking stud from a dick piercing caught in her throat and she's puking blood. Yeah. That was, that was a little <laughs> disturbing, but... <laughs> a therapist would probably have a field day with your videos, but <laughs> yeah, I could fucking put somebody through medical school, couldn't I? So, so pay, explain, pay so explain to me debt. what 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 do you think this monkey and a jacking off and a this guy jacking off in a gorilla mask? <laughs> what do you what do you think that really means? What are you trying to say here? <laughs> <laughs> um, jacking off's funny. <laughs> <laughs> And I had a gorilla mask laying around, so... And the funny part about that video specifically, since you went into it, you did you read the how it happened for that video and how I came up with that? Uh, I think I did. It's been a while, though. Well, <laughs> it was after bitch slapping. I had no plans to make any more videos. You just, it's like, yeah, you just happened to find that mask, right? No, no, no. I knew where it was, and I oh, had okay. it all at the ready and shit. Oh, okay. But it's just, I had no plans to make videos. It's, it never occurred to me. Because, mm -hmm. I mean, bitch slapping, it's not like that was blowing up the world or anything. <laughs> but I'm, I went <laughs> I went to take a piss. I grabbed my dick and it's like, holy shit, I got an idea for a video. <laughs> 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 and, you know, actually, that video's coming up on two years old if it didn't pass it already. Wow. Or, no, three years. Wow, and you haven't grabbed your dick since. Ha! Huh. I wish. 
<laughs> it's looking into homes for abuse victims. <laughs> so now it's now it's now living in a battered women's shelter. <laughs> Oh goddamn! We're gonna piss somebody off. <laughs> oh well. Ah, uh, fuck them. They can't take a joke. They can fucking kiss my nuts. <laughs> so, <laughs> so the second piece of Scooby news I had. Ain't it fucked up the dichotomy of this? We're talking about something mm-hmm. childish and lovable, like Scooby doing. And it's like I'm hung like a bull, lady. Step <laughs> off, gum bubble. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> So we switch gears for sure. Oh, uh, yeah. Okay, so the second piece of Scooby News is... And again, this is just a rumor for now. It's a possible plot summary for the theatrical animated movie that's coming out in, I think, 2018. Oh, okay. They're going to do a theatrical? Yeah, it's... From what I've learned, it's going to be full CG, which I'm not happy about. Oh, but it's yeah, it's going to be a theatrical animated movie. I was hoping they would do 2D animation just because I prefer 2D animation. I would love the first time that there's a theatrical Scooby movie for it to look like Scooby-Doo and not, you know, Pixar. Yeah. yeah. Sadly, it doesn't seem like anybody's doing 2D movies. Like, everything is 3D. But Brad Bird, you know, the dude who did The Iron Giant? Yeah. Uh, He did an interview recently and somebody asked him about the iron giant and doing a sequel mm-hmm. and he basically said whoever's fucking talking about a sequel to that they're nuts it's not it's never gonna happen i'm not doing a sequel i'm not touching that movie that movie's perfect the way it is yeah but he did say and i love i love cg animation but i have some ideas that i want to do animated he goes but they're gonna be 2d animation because mm. 2D animation seems like it's a dying art form. Yeah, for sure. And it's it is. like, it is. Other than like TV animation, name the last fucking 2D animated movie you saw. Or fuck that, that you heard of. Yeah, I don't know. The last one I can think of theatrically released was Disney's uh, The Princess and the Frog. Oh, okay. That's not that long ago. And, well,. I was going to say, you're going to probably say it wasn't that long ago. That was almost 10 years ago. Shut the fuck up. Was it really? I think it was at, I think it was seven or eight. That's almost 10. Hmm. Okay. So yeah, that's the state of 2d animation. Wow. But yeah, uh, have you heard the title of this 2018 Scooby movie? No. Mm -mm. It's going to be called Scoob. S period C period O period O period B period. Oh. Yeah. Oh, boy. Uh-huh. The only fucking saving grace, the only hope I have for it, is that it's directed by one of the dudes that was heavily involved, one of the EPs on Scooby-Doo Mystery Incorporated. Oh, But okay. even so, I'm like, oh, no. Yeah, so what does that mean? Is it some kind of government organization or? Well, is he a, is he, is he this, like a robot program like fucking uh, Daryl? 
Huh. Well, that's what this plot summary, which, again, could be fake, might shed a little light on. Are you ready for this? Yep. Okay, let me get through this, because we're both going to want to attack this, but let's make sure I get through this before uh, we do that. Okay, here we go. Since the beginning of time, an epic battle has waged between humans and ghostly forces of evil. And only the spell of a powerful canine warrior can keep the spirits at bay. When the spell begins to weaken, Scoob, an elite group of heroes comprised of the most beloved Hanna-Barbera characters, recruit Scooby-Doo to find the enchanted collar that is the key to stopping the impending ghost attack, together with his new group of allies, and the original Mystery Incorporated gang. Scooby-Doo embarks on the ultimate adventure to save man and dog kind. That's what I have to say to that. Ross sent it to me and I said, that sounds like SDMI on steroids and PCP. What did you say it sounded like? It sounds like Mystery Incorporated. Again, you oh. haven't seen it all, so you're not exactly sure what I'm talking about. Yeah. Again, you need to walk, you need to fucking watch that. We need to watch that for this or just watch it on your own something. You need to watch that cuz it's good, man. Okay. But it's it sounds like Mystery Incorporated on steroids and PCP. Hmm. Yeah, I don't like what does that mean the Hanna-Barbera character? So like it's going to Well, gonna... when I read that, you know what my first fucking thought was? What? Space Ghost? Space Ghost. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe like Space Ghost and fucking Dynomutt and yeah. uh, Blue, Blue Falcon. Falcon. Yeah. And I was like, uh, oh. If they put Speed Buggy in, I'm, in, I'm there. I'm totally in. You big, are you a big fan? If they go deep cut and get Speed Buggy. Um, I mean, I wouldn't say I'm a huge fan. Like, I like it, though. Like, we talked yeah. about it before. Like, that was on Cartoon Express all the time. Yeah. So Speed Buggy Did you Buggy ever was... see... I think I've mentioned this before. Did you ever see the Johnny Bravo episode where they crossed over with Scooby-Doo? No, I don't think so. Speed Buggy was in the end of that. Oh, really? Yeah. So, like, we should we should watch that, too. I've got it on DVD. Yeah, because doesn't, doesn't Speed Buggy transforms into, like, a super Speed Buggy or something? Uh, not that I remember. No, I'm thinking of something else, then. I'm not sure what to think of that. I've been... Ross sent me this on Monday. We're now... It's Sunday. And I'm still fucking... I've been wrestling with this for a week now. And again, I want to say, this could be fake. This could be a rumor. We don't know yet. But... Ugh. Yeah. Let's, you know? Yeah. Pretty much just sigh. Like, I, I know, know. It's like... I don't know what to think about that. I've I've got such high hopes for this movie because the WWE movies and the Kiss movie, it's going to launch Scooby to a totally different fucking level. Yeah. But if it's so fucked up, it's like, do I want it? You know? Yeah, is it so far out of the box that nobody's going to give a shit? Not even anybody gives a shit that I don't give a shit. Yeah. Are they going to do like the DC cinematic universe where it's just like, you're taking these characters I've loved all my life and just making me not give a fuck? Mm-hmm. That's what this fucking plot summary has me so worried about, that I'm going to see Scooby on the big screen and not care. 
And that yeah. scares me to death. Almost as much as, you know, Scooby Apocalypse scared me. But as we talked about with Star Wars, if it's a comic, you can ignore a fucking comic. But a movie on the big screen, that fucking touches every aspect of the public consciousness. You can't fucking get away from ads for a movie. Mm-hmm. And, like, I wrote a piece back when they announced they were going to do a theatrical animated movie. I wrote a piece for ScoobyFan.net. Yeah. Talking about the shit that I'd like to see. I didn't want CG. Well, that's off the list. <laughs> One of my other great fears is, are they going to do fucking stunt casting is all of a sudden Frank Welker they're like fuck you dude Brad Pitt you're gonna be playing Fred oh that'd be awful that would be fucking awful I know and again that's what scares me that they'll get rid of Frank Gray Matt they already got rid of Mindy hopefully hopefully not because this is like one of those things where it's you know they can get big names without without replacing the main cast that's you what know, I'm hoping for. You know, but your your you big names tell. come from the supporting people and the the villains. Yeah, that's what my hope is. But I'm really fucking worried. <laughs> hmm. And it's funny though, because like Scooby, I'm starting to get a bad feeling about this. But Star Wars, use this as a segue. Star Wars, your great love. It's looking like it's all right. You know. Yeah, I can't wait to see that celebration footage like not the um, yeah. not not the stuff that they've released but the things that they haven't because yeah, I like you, you could see yeah the the trailer they showed that has Darth Vader in it yeah because I did watch the little featurette um yeah thing that has some new footage and stuff in it but it's not the it's not the uh, the money shot trailer um that supposedly has Vader in it well it's not supposedly he's in it oh yeah yeah well, until I see it, it's supposedly. Well, I mean, it's been confirmed with, like, strong sources. Paul Bateman, I think, was in the room and he saw it. Yeah. Because well. I listened to Star Wars uh, Influences, the Rebel Force radio show. I listened mm-hmm. to that this morning, and he talked about it. Yeah. That's going to be fucking amazing. I know. Tell us some of the breaking shit. The biggest thing that I that caught my eye was the fucking space monkey. Did you see that guy? The what? The space monkey. Peace assholes. No, I. What do you? Well, they, I they might called, have seen it, but what? They you... were calling him the space monkey until they until they said what his name was and what his rate his planet and everything was. Um, um in that in that uh, teaser footage or that behind the scenes footage. Yeah, there's there's a shot where they're filming this guy. He's like a door gunner on a ship. So he looks like oh, a okay. helicopter door yeah, gunner. Yeah, yeah. That dude with the white, the white tuft, tufty hair and like yeah, a small. Yeah, to me he looked head. like Rocket Raccoon. Yeah, kinda. Yeah, they were saying he was a space monkey. He looked like a space monkey. Okay. Whoa, that doesn't that take you back to the '70s comics where everything was space? Uh huh. <laughs> but they, uh, they, they came out later and said his name was Biston or something like that. Did that for, start with a B? Yeah, it started with a B, and for a second, I thought, I was like, oh, is this what they're going to make Bothans look like? Is this going to be a Bothan? Ooh. Because he was sort of similar to kind of how they were always described. Not not exactly, yeah. but enough that it could be like, well, they, they massaged that old description, and then this is what they came up with. 
Yeah. But it's but it's not. It's some other um some other race or species. Okay. This goes back to a conversation we had earlier on Twitter. That's who I thought you were talking about when you when I said I you said something about a character named Bendu. No. That's the dude you were talking about and I I just heard the B and that's why I made the connection. So just that's just for you. <laughs> so yeah, what was it about him, the space monkey dude? He just looked weird. It looked like again, un-Star Warsy to me. Yeah. Like the proportions well, of his I mean, head were were wrong. I mean, it's that's the way they made him, but he looks more like a. He looks like he's out of like the Fifth Element or some other sci-fi movie. Well, like I said, he looks like Rocket Raccoon. Yeah. Because that's that's immediately what I jumped to when they showed him fucking big rodent-looking dude shooting a gun. It's like that's Rocket Raccoon. Yeah, the, it kind of that kind of what I thought too at first. Um, yeah, I'm getting more used to it, but the it, his face is just unnerving. Like the shape and the proportions, and I don't know something about it is really creeps me out. And I agree with you. It doesn't look particularly Star Warsy to me, which that's been my big thing since Disney took over. They're doing a lot of new shit that doesn't look particularly Star Warsy. Mm-hmm. You've got you know hundreds of other designs that have never seen the light of day or never been on a screen tv or movie but they're creating new shit yeah it's like okay whatever you're in charge i guess and i think i i sent you the um the screenshot that rebel force radio put up i I guess they must have talked about it on one of their shows i haven't i'm really behind on them yeah i listened to that episode this morning too oh did you but um yeah there's a somebody picked it out of that teaser footage and um, uh-huh. it's in the the war room or whatever where Mon Mothma is, and in the background, sure as shit, there's fucking uh, Jimmy Smiths playing Bail Organa in the background. Which they said if you watch the trailer closely or the <clears throat> footage closely, which I haven't been able to watch closely, mm-hmm. but they say that like. His face is obscured by a camera, and when the camera moves, they intentionally blurred it. Oh, really? Yeah, so it sounds like they're not they're not wanting to let the, hey, Jimmy Smith is back, oh, cat yeah. out of the bag yet. Yeah, that's, yeah. Hmm. Which makes sense. Yeah, of course. Because, I mean, you've got all this other shit of, like, Vader's going to be in it, and that's confirmed, so... You don't want to go shooting your entire wad before the movie's out, but yeah. you would think if, you know, they were wanting to keep it under wraps, they would have just cut that out. Unless they were just wanting to get people talking. Yeah, yeah, like, why would you leave that in? You don't think anybody's going to... You don't think this footage is, like, hyper-fucking-analyzed? You don't think somebody's mm-hmm. going to pick somebody out of the background? No shit. And they were talking about it on RFR. They said... I think this is the first prequel actor to make it into the Disney era. And then they said, oh, wait, no, Mon Mothma, she was in episode uh, three. And it's like, yeah, she was in the deleted, or they they said deleted scenes, but it's like, she was deleted, so technically she was not in the prequels. Right. This is the first time that I can think of that they've actually done a direct tie to the prequels. Yeah, I think you're right. And see, they even talked about it because I have. Well, really in episode seven, much. they did mention clones. Well, that's true. But yeah. but that's just a throwaway line. 
Yeah. Having Jimmy Smith there, that's a direct tie. Yeah, that's so fucking tight. I know. I saw that, I was like, and, oh, fuck, I can't believe they're doing this. Well, when you sent it to me, I about lost my fucking shit. It's like, he's fucking there on Yavin, holy fucking shit. Mm-hmm. I think I mentioned it in one of the episodes of Book Club. Mm-hmm. Um, they did some old novels that were in continuity with the Clone Wars, but they're now legends. Okay. If you throw those back into canon, which we've talked about personal canon before, those are in my personal canon. Okay. Um, with uh, Bale and Obi-Wan and the forming, you can s- see the seeds being planted for the Rebel Alliance. Mm-hmm. And Obi-Wan's like gets trapped in a desert wasteland planet with Bale. And they actually come to respect each other because Obi-Wan's kind of got this prejudice against... Uh, politicians. All politicians. Yeah. And he comes to respect Bale, and Bale comes to respect him, and you see them become close friends. Hmm. So it's got me wondering if at some point, since there seems like they've got uh, Smith's back, and there's been all this talk about an Obi-Wan An Obi-Wan movie. Oh, yeah. See what I'm getting at? I smell what you're cooking, brother. Yeah. Wouldn't that be fucking awesome? They fucking do a Obi-Wan movie, and they get Bale Organa in it. Hmm. Yeah, and that makes total sense. Then that would it would make it make even more sense why Princess Leia goes tries to find him. Uh huh. Like, how the fuck would she know him? Exactly, because I mean, and 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 why and why would Bail Organa send her to get him? They exactly. You know, she's like, you fought with my father in the Clone Wars. No, he didn't. I was gonna say one. <laughs> not not Bale what didn't we've fight seen. Shit. Right. Yeah, Bale didn't fight shit, and in the Clone Wars series, I can't remember one instance that they were together. No, I don't. No, the I only don't time think so. I remember them being together was at the tail end of Episode Three after Order Sixty Six. Yeah, and that right there—that's not enough to be, you know, close bonded friends. Yeah, I understand your comrades in the forming of the rebellion, but you don't have a fucking tight bond like that after meeting a dude one time. Right. So if they do an Obi-Wan movie set either during the Clone Wars, which that's what been one of the rumors. If they do an Obi-Wan movie, that's been one of the rumors of where it'll really? be set. Really? Be... Nah. During the Clone Wars? Nah, yeah, I don't think so. The middle towards the tail end of the Clone Wars. I nah. could see him doing it. Uh, I could totally man, see him doing it. Yeah, I mean, they could do it, but why would they do it? Why wouldn't they do Why would they explore that that time in between? Well, I mean, they could do it towards, make it set, like, right after Episode 3, which would, as we've talked before, technically still be a part of the Clone Wars era. Okay, yeah, okay. Because they're cleaning up, but... Yeah, okay, I'll I'll buy that then. Because, I mean, it would be weird to set it, you know, during the beginning of the Clone Wars, but you gotta think about it. We've talked about this before. It would be weird to set an Obi-Wan movie like way after episode three because you're cutting down that window we talked about this with the casting of young han Solo. you're cutting down that window of ewan turning into alec right yeah yeah no if but you're talking about right after episode work. three I, I i would i'm on board with that yeah i think it could work even if you put it just before episode three yeah it could because... work but but the the point i'm trying to make is 
I'd like to see what happened to him after episode three. Yeah, 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 I would yeah, too. In, in between three and four. But, you know, I would like to see more of what happened during the Clone Wars just before episode three. Yeah, I, I, I would not reject that. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, that's that's what it it got me thinking when you sent me that picture, because, like I said, I couldn't look at the footage real close like that and see what exactly oh, was I, going on. I would have never, never seen it. No, I'm not the type that goes frame by frame through trailers and shit unless you know like we got to talking about the maz scene from episode seven with uh leia that got cut that was in the trailer Mm. like i went through frame by frame at some point and looked at that and i was like oh shit yeah that you could tell that's maz because that hand is orange right but i'm not the type that goes frame by frame frame by frame through a trailer like that, so I never would have seen it. But once you sent me that clip, that's what it got me thinking about automatically. If Jimmy Smith's game, Ewan's saying he's not campaigning for it, but he's game, come on. Yep. So, I didn't mean to step all over your fucking breaking news, but continue. (laughs) No, that's those were the two big things. Everything else that came out was kind of just like, um, you know, just more shots of stormtroopers and more... You know, that kind of stuff. That That's another thing, like, I've mentioned it before, like those shadow troopers or death troopers or whatever the fuck they were. You were talking about Monkey Boyd not being particularly Star Warsy to you. Mm-hmm. So far, a lot of shit under the Disney era doesn't look all that Star Warsy. I mean, I can accept it more, like the new shit they're doing in Rebels. Mm-hmm. But, like, a lot of those creatures in Episode Seven. Uh, some of them look a little wonky to me still, even after I've, you know, started accepting that as Star Wars. Yeah. Some of those critters is looking a little off. Yeah. Yeah. And speaking of Rebels, like, that's that's an even juicier topic than than Rogue One. Oh, God, yes. Because, um, yeah, I don't have much more else on Rogue One besides that, other than there was lots of pretty um, images released and little snippets of character information nothing nothing earth shattering or new really yeah we should uh, i should say before we jump over to rebels we both said it and it's like once they announced saw guerrero we were both like fuck yeah i'm in yep i'm in now they're saying fucking there's the potential of jimmy smith being in it i'm more excited for rogue one than i ever thought i would be Yep. Yeah. Suddenly it went from not knowing anything about it and being like, eh, I don't know, to being like, oh my God, this is going to be so much more awesome than I thought. Think about it though. We still don't know that much about it. Other than that initial plot fucking point that they told us, it's going to be about getting the Death Star plans. Right. That's still really all we know. Yep. And we know Vader's going to be there. Yeah, that's about it. But. Even so, it's like, holy shit, this is going to be fucking magnificent. And we still haven't seen Tarkin. Yeah, which that's a fucking can of worms right there. Mm-hmm. All the rumors circulating around him. Yep. Let's go to Rebel Scum. Fucking Rebels Season 3 trailer dropped. It was like fucking five minute trailer. It was crazy. Isn't it? Was it, it, it like that four, long? I think it was like four minutes and something. I thought it was three and a half. 
No, I don't think so. I think it was longer than that. Okay. But I don't care. I ain't complaining. Yes. Oh God, it looks so good. So far, that's the main thing under the Disney regime that's got my ding ding poking out. Yeah. And it's probably because it's Filoni. Definitely. He's definitely um, the heir, the heir of George Lucas for sure. Yeah. It seems like him and Rinsler were the dudes who learned the most from George, but apparently Rinsler got the boot from Lucasfilm early this year. Did he? I'm just going to spoil the fuck out of all the episodes of Rebel Force Radio you've missed. Yeah, yeah I, I think it was the episode, the first episode of July. They were talking about the reason why the making of Episode 7 isn't out. Yeah. And they said that um, Jimmy, Jimmy Mack speculated that he thinks that Rinsler, the book that he presented was too much of the, this is what George wanted to do. And this is what George's ideas were. And Disney was like, no, we're not going to do that. We're not talking about that right now. That's what, that's what I want to see. That's what everybody wants to see. I want to see what, what's different from that's the whole, that's the whole point of those books is here's, here's where it started. And here's what you ended up with. Yes, that's the that's the but, whole, that's the the fascinating part about those. Like if you if you read his making of Star Wars, the yeah. other two the other two not so much. Um, there's there's still interesting and everything, but Star the the Star Wars one is the one that's the most mind blowing. Like yeah, because you see the kernel of the idea turn into what the fucking movie was. Yeah, and how many different directions well, I mean, it went just, and. If you just read that comic that Dark Horse put out just before they lost the license, yeah. the Star Wars, yeah. just read the first issue of that, and it's like, this is a totally different fucking beast. You're completely, absolutely, completely different. So, yeah, I I can see why that would be interesting, but Jimmy but Disney's speculated... Disney's not it, huh? I guess not. Jimmy speculated that he thinks Rinsler put forth all of that type of shit, and Disney was like, no, we're going to focus on what we did. And they threw the baby out with the bathwater. They scrapped the book that he presented. They brought in a new author. And I think they said in February of this year, Lucasfilm let Rinsler go. Oh, shit. That sucks, And that's what I said. It was like, holy shit. Because they were talking about Rinsler, and they said that he, like Filoni, but for even longer than Filoni did, Mm -hmm. Rinsler learned... At George's knee. He was there with George almost like an assistant at times. Mm-hmm. Just soaking up all the shit that he said, all the shit he thought about the Force and Star Wars and where the galaxy was and where the galaxy was going and how it all fit together and all that shit. Oh, man. That and really to me, it's me like, I know. To me, it's like, why would you let that dude go? If all this is true that he learned from George... Well, and he's like, like your historian. Assistant? I know. He's like, the, like... he's like the chronicler of of these movies. Like, if you were going to have somebody write a making of Episode Seven, that's the guy you want to have. Uh-huh. And it's to me, it's like, if this dude has all this knowledge, okay, he might not be able to use the images, but he's not with Lucasfilm anymore. Okay, he can go to another company and be like, this is what I know about Star Wars. And not yeah. like in a shitty way. Yeah. But he can go to another company and be like, this is what George Lucas told me. The fans want to know it. Here's an unauthorized peek 
at what George Lucas told me about Star Wars. What Star oh, Wars believe me. is. It's, believe me, it may not be a book, but it's going to show up somewhere. Oh, yeah. And it seems stupid to let that go. Yeah. Oh, oh really... speaking of George and Star Wars and Rogue One. Spoilers. Oh, yeah, he's, he's seen it. Yeah. Yeah, he was on the set of Rogue One. Yeah. I thought that was fucking cool. Mm-hmm. Well, I think he said, I think the guy said he showed the movie to him, didn't he? I don't know about that, but I know he oh. was on set. Yeah, that's got to be I crazy. He said that, like, bringing him on, they got a call on, like, Friday, and somebody came up to Gareth and was like, hey, you know who's going to be here on Monday? And he's like, I, I don't fucking know. And they're like, just guess. And he's like, I don't know, uh, George Lucas? And they were like, yeah. And he was like, wait, what? <laughs> and they're like, yeah, George Lucas wants to come to the set on Monday. He'll be there. And he said, he was like, I can't, I can't have George Lucas on the set of my movie. <laughs> <laughs> or something like that. It was pretty funny. Yeah, it's got to be pretty intimidating. Oh, fuck yeah. Especially after the split, which, going back to the Rensler book I was talking about and Jimmy's speculation, is like, it seemed like George was trying to help and put forth ideas, and they were like, nope, we're good. Nuh-uh, that's fine. No, that's not the way we're going. Well, that's exactly for him what to it be was. Like, for him to be like, okay, this is in my era. I want to see the set. That's fucking huge yeah so yeah rebels star wars rebels <laughs> um oh god it looks so good like all the um everybody gets a new look everybody's got a new model which um, did we know about that or not i think we did i think i heard that they were they were getting new models this year yeah i thought that too but i wasn't i sure. didn't i didn't know they were going to look quite like ezra's head shaved like his buzz yeah. real short which is good because I hated that fucking haircut. He looks weirder now, though. He, yeah, he does. <laughs> he does actually. Like they changed his face and shit too, and it's like, whoa. Yeah, because I guess it's supposed to be he's supposed to be older, a little bit yeah. older. And spoilers: this is all going to be spoilers if you haven't seen season two. Kanan's still blind, so he's got a like a mask on now, like a helmet with a. Well, I guess it's that. Is it still that? Um, oh, you didn't see it, but he picked <laughs> up. He picked up a, a like a Jedi Temple Guard mask. Okay. When he was fighting Maul after he got blinded, and he put that over his face. I don't, I'm not sure exactly why. I don't remember, but I think he still has that. I think he's still wearing that, and it's painted, and it's got like uh, I want to say it's got uh, wolf ears painted on it, like like. Uh, like Rex's helmet. Yeah. Um, See, when I saw that helmet, it kind of brought to mind Ahsoka to me. Oh, really? Maybe that's what it was. Maybe it's her face tattoos. She's got painted on it or yeah, something. That was that was my first thought. Okay, I'll have to watch that again. But knowing Filoni and his love of wolves and shit, it could be. Yeah. And then it uh, looks like they're gonna. They are going to keep going with the uh, Ezra's changing and getting getting more uh, reckless or more um, more willing to to go and look at dark side things. 
I was going to say, I guess now he's being seduced by the dark side. Yeah, because he's still got that holocron, that Sith holocron that he opened at the end of season two. And it, it looks like Maul's going to be around still. and Which fucking um, yay! Yeah. And then Rex puts on his clone armor and, and goes to fight. Yeah, I saw at that. One point, and I was like, holy that? shit! I know, but at the same time, I was like, "Oh no, is this going to be the the end of him?" Because he's like one last, uh, one last fight for the Grand Army of the Republic, or some shit like that. One last day of, one last day well, of the Army of the Grand Republic, or something. Well, it could be, but remember that thing Filoni said about Episode Six. You know? Oh that yeah, yeah, yeah. Fucking... Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. You're right. It, that 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 uh, old dude on Endor, he always thinks that that's Rex. Yeah, with the oh, big God, fucking beard. Oh, God, that would be fucking he... awesome if that was him. I know. Because I've watched episode six, like, once or twice since he said that, and it's like, oh, my God, it's Rex. <laughs> mm-hmm. So if, like, they fucking off him, it would be like, oh, oh, it's not Rex no, no more. No, it's just some old guy. Yeah. But... That would take the wind out of my sails on that one big time. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know, man. It's like this this Ezra thing. This it just keeps in the back of my head. It's like, what if he ends up being Snoke? What if that? What if that really is true? Like that rumor that people have been saying, or that, that yeah fan theory. Yeah, it's like fuck. They're they are kind of like going in that direction. Like, is could that really happen? Would they have the balls to do that? The thing for me though is like. With fans speculating that, and since fans called that so fucking early, like episode seven dropped and everybody, yeah. And even if it was true that they're gonna change it midstream and pull a swerve, because like I said, episode seven dropped and people were like, "Oh my god, Ezra Snoke," and it's like, "Oh no, he's not Snoke. That's bullshit." Ha ha ha. It makes me wonder because you keep saying like, "What if he is Snoke?" It's kind of looking like he could be Snoke. You've been saying that for a while. Well, ever since yeah, since the end of the since that season, season finale last year, it was like, "Oh my yeah. god!" It, it seems so believable. And at first, I was like, "That's bullshit." There's no way they would do that. But yeah. then they've then they've started him down the dark path, and it's like, "Oh, oh my and, god!" That, it, that that could be real. Yeah, and it's like. With people just fucking calling it that early, to me it would be kind of disappointing if they just, you know, made yeah, it, it that was, predictable. Yeah, if it was that predictable that, yeah. That, like I said, after episode seven, all of a sudden people were like, oh, Snoke, that's Ezra. Yeah. And it was even before the shit in the finale or whatever where he started going dark. Yeah. I guess it was after that trailer, too, when Maul tried seducing him. Yeah, it w- it would seem like a letdown for it to be that predictable. Yeah, you're right. It would be. The big thing to come out of that trailer was they're bringing in Grand Admiral Thrawn. Oh yeah. So. Which speaking of, I I need to fucking correct myself and tell you you were right. Don't get used to it because I'm not going to do it often. We are. <laughs> <laughs> But the Grand Admiral thing, that was not introduced in uh, Outbound Flight like I thought it was. Okay. I thought, I, I don't think I explained it all that well when we talked about it before, but I thought in the Chiss military, 
Grand Admiral Thrawn was Grand Admiral of the Chiss military, not of mm. the Galactic military. Gotcha. Yeah. I thought it was a title that he carried over, and they were just like, ah, fuck it, let him have it to, you know. Yeah. Gotcha. It makes him feel special. Yeah. But no, that was introduced in Heir to the Empire, or not Heir to the Empire, but when yeah, Heir he to the actually, Empire. is that when he actually came over as part of the Galactic yeah, was, Republic or whatever? Yeah, Heir to the Empire, he was in that. I know he was in that, but I know that was his introduction, but I haven't gotten that far, so I, I don't really oh, know yeah, no, no, he's, all the details. Yeah, he's he's the leader of, of an Imperial Remnant. Okay, okay. So yeah, so he's Grand Admiral at that time. Okay. Yeah, and then Sidious made him Grand Admiral? Yeah, I think so, yeah. Yeah. Well, again, I just wanted to clarify that. I I thought it was in Outbound Flight and he was a Grand Admiral in the Chiss military. Okay. No, it was in the Imperial military that he was a Grand Admiral. You were right about that. And I, Again, I don't think I really explained it all that well when we talked about it before, so I wanted to clarify. Yeah, so he's he's officially canon now. And actually, I thought he was, they were talking like he was going to be in last season. Like, there was, there were rump, there were rumblings about him coming soon. Like, we'll see that actually, they talked about having Thrawn in the Clone Wars. So he was actually almost canon years ago. Cause again, listening to those episodes of RFR, Rebel Force Radio, for anybody not paying attention. Yeah, um, they do, they do so much better job than we do. I know. <laughs> That's why every time we talk about Star Wars, it's like, well, you know, Jimmy and Jason said. Yeah, if you want, if you want to hear some real, real Star Wars news, you should probably just go listen to them. Well, I mean, they're fucking up to date too. They're not. Yeah. Recording they're not now and then releasing six months from now, right. where people are like, "Asshole, Thrawn's already been on four episodes. <laughs> Season three is over." Yeah. We're on to season eight. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know if it was explicitly Thrawn, but supposedly they were wanting to bring the Chiss into Clone Wars, and then they were hoping to eventually bring in Thrawn. Yeah, I do remember that now. I do remember that. I'd I'd never heard that until they talked about it. Yeah, no, I do remember that now. Not not that it was Grand Admiral Thrawn, but that the the Chiss uh, species was going to appear in Clone Wars. Yeah. Yeah, and you're right, and everybody was like, ooh, that means they're canon, which means Thrawn could be Guess canon. Guess who's coming? Yep. <laughs> and not just us viewers. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so they had the big reveal of him, so he's going to be hunting the Rebels this season. Yeah. So that's pretty exciting. His character model looked kind of weird. I wasn't s- super impressed with that, but... I was thrown off by how light, how light his blue skin was, because you look at the cover of the book that Zahn's doing, and he's yeah, like and a deep, real dark. dark, rich blue, mm-hmm. and then on Clone Wars, he's like an aqua blue or a sky blue. Yeah, on Rebels, yeah. Or, yeah, I said Clone Wars, didn't I? Yeah, on Rebels, he's like a real well, light sky blue. And he's real thin. His face is really yeah. thin, like a lot thinner and longer than I thought it would be. Well, I've come to expect that from Rebels because look at Kanan. Well, He's kind of yeah. got a long, lanky, thin face. That's true. I'm still not fucking 100% sold on the No, I'm not Rebels. I'm not 100% sold on it either, but on the look, but the the stories, the stories are good are enough though. Awesome, yeah. God damn, I want to see this so bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I got to get caught really, up really on good. that. 
it like I said, just from the trailers, because like I saw the season two trailer and then the season two part two trailer mm-hmm. when they unveiled, you know, old Master Maul was coming back, and I was like, oh my god! Yeah, that w- and then yeah. they showed this trailer with Thrawn, and it's like, holy shit! Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think Lando's coming back this season. He wasn't in the trailer, but I'm pretty sure he's back. Hondo was in the trailer, so he's back again. I think. Again, we're gonna, I'm going to go back to Rebel Force Radio, which I don't know if you listen to Star Wars influences. I've listened do to you? it, yeah. Mm-hmm. You do? Okay. Well, uh, Bateman interviewed Filoni at um, Celebration Europe. Oh, okay. That was and, just a couple weeks ago. Yeah. Yeah. And he was dropping some fucking tidbits and whatnot. Yeah. He said this season there's going to be a lot of Clone Wars ties and shit, which they've mm. kind of, other than like Ahsoka... They've kind of mm-hmm. tried to avoid that. But he said this season they're going to really break it out. And then he was talking about, like, the first half of the season's going to be more fun and light. And then shit's going to get heavy in the second half. Oh, shit. Yeah. Yeah, I saw saw some kind of a quote from him or some some something he said where he's he said, People probably aren't ready for how the how the force is going to be used in this season, or how they're going to expand the, the way the force could be used. And so it sounds like there's some like out of the box type Sith witch type shit maybe going to happen. Which I'm down for it. Yeah, down for <laughs> it. What did you think of? I brought him up earlier. What did you think of that dude Ben do? You know, I have to watch the trailer again. I don't even remember him. I remember hearing remember the, the word Ben do, but I don't remember. I don't. I don't think I remember him seeing him in the trailer. He was the big fucking mountain dude. The big fucking mountain dude. Hmm. Like a mountain or a tree or something that was moving. Yeah, I, I, I don't know for some Not reason. Coming I, to you? I have no. For some reason, everything else wiped that right out. Yeah, Thrawn can do that, I guess. <laughs> yeah. But, um. He's supposed to be a lot like Treebeard from Lord of the Rings, where, like, he's been around for years. He's seen some shit. Yeah. It almost, in a way, he sort of sounds like a mix of Treebeard from Lord of the Rings and um, Maz. Because he's been around, he's seen some shit, and for some reason, Kanan and Ezra and the gang all go to him or find him, stumble across him, somehow... They go to him for advice or something. Hmm. And it's like, okay. Yeah. You were schooling me on it earlier. Fucking tell them what Ben do, where that comes from. Well, in the, in the original, like we just talked about that Rensler making of Star Wars book and, and how you get to see all the original drafts of Star Wars and all the permutations of the different drafts and stuff. Well, at at one point, the Jedi were called the Bendu, and then they were called the Jedi Bendu, and then they were just the Jedi. Kind of so, like how the Force was called the Ashla at one point. Yeah, it was called Ashla, and it was called the Force of Others, and then it was just shortened to the Force. So I don't think I've ever heard the Force of Others before. Yeah, I thought that was really interesting when I when I read that book. It was like, oh yeah, hmm, that makes sense. The Force of Others. Or the or the force of the others or something like that, yeah. And then they then they just shorten it to the force. But yeah, that's the kind of shit that you know I would like to see in a making of Episode Seven book. I don't want to know. 
I don't want to see all of the successes. I don't want to see the behind the scenes of everything that worked. Yeah. I want to see the shit that didn't work. Or not even didn't work that they just didn't use. Yeah. Because, I mean, we've talked about it many times, and it's like, for me, that's, as much as I like Episode 7, and I'll say it again, I actually loved it. It turned out really well. There's still some shit that sticks out as not being particularly Star Warsy to me, but I've, I've really grown to love it. But the thing about it is, it's like, no matter what, I don't care how much I love it, Episode 8 could be like the greatest movie of all time. I'm always going to wonder what George would have done. Yeah. Yeah, I'd like Simply to know. Simply because he created it all. And you know, I might read it and go, oh yeah, they they, they were right not to use that. Yeah, but, totally. But I want to know. Yeah. Exactly. His fucking treatment for the next three might have been complete fucking dog shit. Mm-hmm. It could have made the fucking holiday special look like gold. But I still want to know what he wanted to do. Yeah. That's what was cool about that. The art of episode seven book that came out right after the movie did. Yeah. Is because they showed you like all of the concept art that didn't get used. Like just dozens and dozens and dozens and dozens and dozens of these paintings. that are just so off the wall and weird. And like some of it's really stupid looking and some of it's really awesome looking. And it's like most of this they didn't use, you know. But this could have this could have been what it looked like, so it's fun to see that and imagine imagine it in the movie. How deep into production did George get? Because they said at one point he was about ready to shoot the movies. So how deep in into production did he get? Oh, I don't know. Like, was there any shit in there that they said was concept was art left that over? Come up with? Yeah, I I don't think so. Not from what I remember. It didn't. It starts out with the Disney production beginning. Like I don't, uh, there's, there's no, I don't remember there being anything about stuff that was from what, what George was doing. That, yeah, that makes sense. So what else was in the, uh, rebels trailer that stuck out? Was there anything? There's going to be more Mandalorian stuff. Speaking of Mandalorian, what did you think of, um, what's her fuck? What's her? Who's, who's it? the, who's the fucking Mando brought on the crew? Sabine? Yeah, her. What do you think about her redesign? Um, well, it must not have stuck with me because I didn't know that she had a drastic redesign. I don't know if it's drastic, but I think her face is her hair, a little different and her oh, hair color her is, is way a different lighter. color. Yeah. Yeah. Which, uh, again, go back to Rebel Force Radio. Actually, turn this off and go listen to them. Yeah, you it's might as well. It's much better. Because all I've done since we started talking about Star Wars, parrot what the fuck they said. So just shut us off and go listen to them, then come back to us if you want or not. I don't care. Anyway, just for your fucking ears, because they all left, they said one of the primary characteristics or things that the Chiss did, they studied art to find out their opponent's strategy. Oh, yeah, yeah. I thought that was cool because that's that was... Timothy Zahn came up with that. That's in Heir to the Empire. That's how Grand yeah, Admiral yeah, yeah. Thrawn works. So I thought they they that was in the trailer. And I was like, oh, fuck, dude, they're bringing that in, too. So think about how fucked up it's going to be. A dude who studies art and one of the members of the crew of the ghost is an artist. Oh, yeah. That's what they mm-hmm. talked about on RFR. And I was like, 
Oh, yeah. shit, I didn't even put that together. Yeah, I didn't either. See, this is why you should be listening to them and not us. They know what the fuck they're talking about. They yeah, can they're way smarter than me. We just got our heads up our ass going, Oh, looky, it's Swan's back! Ah! Mm -hmm. <laughs> but yeah, I forget who said it. I don't know if it was Jimmy or Jason or Paul Bateman. But yeah, one of them said it. And it was fucking like a lightning strike. And it's like, oh shit, if they carry that over, which, I mean, why wouldn't you? It's not like that affects, that was part of, you know, an old story or something. Mm -hmm. You carry that over, that's fucking going to be amazing. Mm -hmm. Which actually, I read a interview with Zahn uh, that was on... Um, uh, fuck, where was it? StarWars.com, I think. And he said that while none of that other shit is canon anymore, he, if you pay close attention, he's going to throw out little hints to it. Who is? Timothy Zahn in that Thrawn book. Oh, yeah, we didn't talk about that. Like, he's going to... They announced a, an actual new canon uh, novel that's coming out written by Timothy Zahn. It's just called Thrawn, right? Yeah. Yeah, so it's going to be all about Thrawn. Yeah. In the in the new canon, in the new continuity. And he says he's going to hint at some of that. He's not just going to fucking flat out mention Outbound Flight or the battle, you know, his Imperial battles with whoever the fuck he fought in Heir to the Empire. Yeah. But he says he will, you know, make hints to it and shit, make nods to it for anybody who knows it and loves it. It'll mm -hmm. be there. And I was like, cool. okay, that'll be cool. Yeah, cool. Well, so you got that to look forward to for future book club. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Well, should we ought to start wrapping up, huh? Yeah, I was going to say, maybe we should do fuck this shit and get out. Fuck this shit. <laughs> Okay, so my topic for fuck this shit this week is people who blow their grass clippings into the street. Uh-oh. Oh, no. Do you do that? <laughs> oh, um, no. Maybe? <laughs> oh, you're not supposed to do that, man. Why not? Because it'll go down in the storm sewer and fucking stop up your storm sewers. Really? That's thing. all the heat you can bring to it? Yeah. Plus, it's inconsiderate. Blowing that shit all in the street. Like, I just, we just had our street repaved like last month. They uh, resurfaced it or whatever, so it's all nice and black and clean and pristine. Fucking a day later, the fucking stupid cow's fucking blowing her goddamn grass clippings all over this brand new street. Do you guys have street sweepers out there? Fuck no. Oh, yeah, we do. They don't come around very often. Okay, see, that's the difference for us. We've got a street sweeper. Oh, really? It comes around all the time? Although, do you know that fucking brown truck that's been on the side of my house the last fucking 12 times you've been here? Yeah. Those cocksuckers haven't moved that piece of shit, and this isn't my fuck, my fuck that shit, but those fucking cocksuckers, they're supposedly selling it on Craigslist. They haven't moved that fucking thing in like four or five months, so we've got the assholes around here who throw their fucking trash in the street 
mm-hmm. and like grass clippings and old shit. It's piled around this because they can't fucking. They can't street sweep the, around that truck. Yeah, because it's a huge fucking truck, and the mm-hmm. piece of shit ain't moved. So it, next time you come by here, if you come by here again, look underneath the fucking thing. You'll see six months of garbage and fucking trash and nice yard waste under it because these fucking ignorant cocksuckers up the street. Yeah. Well, so that that was my fuck this shit. That's, like, that's it. All, that's that's it. I thought I was going to have more heat, but I don't really. The, the, when I wrote it down, it was it was the day that I watched that lady blow, blow her shit all in the brand new street. And it was like, fuck you. Now this brand new pristine resurfaced street has fucking shit stuck to it. It has fucking dirt and shit blowed all over it. Can I just tell you something, though? Yeah. I know that you're like, what, 43 or 44? Dude, I'm only 42. 42. Okay, you're 42. <laughs> you're acting like you're 70 now. That fucking bitch blew her shit in my street. That's a new street. Yeah, it is. We don't have nice things. We can't have nice things. <laughs> you sound so fucking old. I feel so fucking old. Uh, okay, I'm trying to go through my list because my list is fucking vast. Okay, Figure well, out what's... fucking pull something better than I got, then. Oh, trust me, I can bring a lot more heat than that. I'm trying to think of, uh... I've got a lot of ones that are concerning food. Hmm. That tells you how fucking fat I am. Ha, ha, ha. I'm trying to think of one that's really piss. None of these are really pissing me off, but trust me, I can bring more heat than you did. Okay, fuck it, I'll go with this one, the newest one to the list. I added this just yesterday because it really pissed me off. The social media sanitization of the word fucking porn, like cat porn, food porn, all this fucking shit, fuck off, all right? It's not (laughs) porn. What is porn? Shit going into other shit in focus. Cat porn would be two cats fucking meow, 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 fucking. You don't have food porn. Food doesn't exist. Food porn doesn't fucking exist because food porn... Would be two pieces of food rubbing up against each other until fucking the stuffed crust cheese comes out of the fucking pizza all over the. I don't know, dude. Have you ever seen those Carl's Juniors commercials where those chicks are eating them fucking sandwich, them burgers? That's not food porn. That's a fucking hot broad eating food, and it's like I wish that was my dick in her mouth. Yeah, it's food porn. That's not food porn. That's just (laughs) porn without the fucking pussy lips and nipples. I'm sick and fucking tired of the social media sanitization of the word porn. Porn is about fucking. It's not about cats acting cute. It's not about food that I want, that I want to jam in my fucking mouth so it'll go to my fat ass. Okay? Okay. Fucking quit it! Fuck this shit! Stop it! Okay. See, I told you I could bring more fucking fire than you. Yep, you win. <laughs> I'm really going to have to fucking work on my fuck this shit list. No shit! It can't be fucking, I stubbed my toe once in second grade and it kind of annoyed me for like a day. <laughs> or whatever the fuck you said. Well, if we would have recorded the day that I saw that bitch blowing this fucking shit in the street, you would have heard some heat. 
Well, you know what? From now on, when something's pissing you off, let me know, grab your recorder, and we'll record a fucking fuck this shit and bank it. I strongly considered jerking the wheel of my car and running up into her yard, running her over, but... What, were that you might coming be. home when you seen this? Yeah, I thought it would have been an uh, overreaction. Eh, I don't know. She's human, isn't she? Are you ready to do our thank yous, or do you want me to fucking bitch some more? Now let's do some thank yous. Or do you want to take a second stab at your fuck this shit and try to get a little fire? Nah, it's too late. God damn. Yeah, we need to have a meeting so you can learn what this segment's about. <laughs> like I told you, you need to step up your fucking game. You're down to five now? I've got ten. I've got twice as many as you do. I'm too old and tired to be that mad about everything all the time. Why? That dude that was on 60 Minutes, Andy Rooney, he would fucking bitch about the most inane shit, and he was crabby. Why can't you do it? That's because he had dementia. Ha! <laughs> ha! So what, he thought he was 20? I guess. And he's like, why do they call raspberries raspberries? They should be called small purple bumpies. <laughs> I forget what comedian said that. It might have been Carlin or Robin. I don't know. <laughs> for our thank yous god damn you disappointed me man sorry <laughs> um our thank yous thanks to sherry at sherry says for the logo yes and the logo the slight logo redesigned so that it could fit well on a t-shirt oh she sent that to you yeah i asked her to i asked her to bump up the resolution and uh redo the outline of the circle yeah so that it was just a circle and then not the uh the searchlight so that it was yeah. just like a you know a nice emblem to put on a shirt yeah yep she did that real quick which and, we'll uh, talk about that when we get to whore and our links okay thanks to sherry for the logo it we're fucking 11 episodes 22 weeks in and i still fucking look at it and i love it I had ideas for far more detailed logos, but I don't know. That's fucking good the way it is. Sometimes simpler is better. Yeah, that's what everybody tells me, but me, it's like, let's fucking put our best foot forward, you know? Let's... The show's not good, so let's make them think it looks good. Yeah, but I mean, <laughs> yeah, but I mean simple can look sharp and look... Very true, and Sherry proved it with her logo. Yeah. I mean, the fucking Apple logo is just a goddamn Apple. That's yeah. It's not a guy. A it's point. not. A, it's not a guy building a computer and. <laughs> <laughs> See now you're fucking mocking me. <laughs> <laughs> Do I have to be the the subject of your fuck this shit to get a reaction? No. I can take the heat. Go ahead. No. That's this is a segment called uh, Ball Break This Shit. Did you just call me shit? Is that how you took it? <laughs> <laughs> how else could I take it? <laughs> and our other thank you goes to um, Jay Sarge. Oh, God. That sounds horrible. Can't remember his fucking name. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Jay Sarge. Who At has his own Jay Sarge. Has a, who finally has his own podcast now. Exactly. Um, of which I don't know what the link is. <laughs> but the name of it is Jeff Knows Nothing. I think it's 
Jeff with one F knows nothing dot blogspot dot com. I think he's a blogspot user. Okay. It's on SoundCloud though, because that's where I listen to it. And yeah, whenever I, I get listen. headphones, well, yeah. I'm just gonna throw this out there so he hears it. I listened to the first episode, but my headphones are shitty, so I didn't really get to hear it. But you yeah. gotta listen from me. When I get headphones, I promise you, I'm gonna listen to it again. Yeah, it was good. Uh, he's got a he's got a real good gimmick, real good um, format, or a I don't know what you. Call I know it. it was short. That's about all I could tell. Yeah, they're only about 15 minutes long, so it's not even a not even a huge investment in time. Unlike this show, which is fucking like you need to take a nap in between in the middle. <laughs> like the Mr. BS show at the Mr. BS show on Twitter. They record for a little while and take a break in the middle and throw in ads or something. That's what we need to fucking do. Take a break, throw in an ad, tell people to listen to this, and then come back. So it gives them yeah. a spot where they can stop listening and go do some shit. Um, but yeah, J-Sarge, the podcast is, uh, I almost said at. It's Jeff Knows Nothing, right? Yeah, Jeff with one F. Yeah. J -E -F. And then... Uh, again, his Twitter is at the J Sarge, right? Yep. Okay. So now let's fucking whore our shit. You can follow this podcast at NerdBlitzPod. You can follow me on Twitter at the Scooby Doom. You are at Fitzman73. And your other podcast is just jump to the end at JJ2End on Twitter. And at jj2end.com. Uh, um, my other Twitter, the hub for everything I do, is at tsdja production. You can find my site, which has been dormant this month, with, or for July, which that really bugs me, but I can't help it with my phone being down. It's tsdjaproductions.wordpress.com. What, uh, give them, let's talk a bit about the merch and, whatnot uh okay well we have a merch store on redbubble not cum bubble redbubble.com <laughs> and uh i don't really have a url for that necessarily but i think you can just search nerd blitz on there yeah. and uh and it'll come up but anyway we've got uh our main logo is available on t-shirts and mugs and stickers and, and notebooks, notebooks and anything look, else we can look, think to put it on. Guess what? We're probably going to do it. Yeah, they they look really awesome. I mean, it looks yeah. really cool on this stuff. And then uh, we also have another new shirt uh, featuring <laughs> Doom's catchphrase of anywho. <laughs> um, so that's on there as well. And that's on shirts and cups and yeah, stickers. all the same shit. <laughs> and unrelated to Nerd Blitz, I, I did move the Just Jump to the End logo over to Redbubble as well, because fuck Cafe Press in their faces. Yeah, that's basically... After they fucked us over on the Nerd Blitz logo, we're ready to say, say la vie, motherfuckers. Yep. But you can't say Just Jump to the End's got nothing to do with Nerd Blitz, because... Well, no, I just meant, you know, that's not this show, but... Yeah, but that, I mean, that design is available over there too. This show, what's this show a feature of? TSDJA Productions and JJ2E Media. True. Right? Yeah. Yeah. 
Okay then. Yeah. So, so go fucking so go fucking buy my goddamn shirt. <laughs> no, fuck you. I don't get no I don't get no cut of the JJ you can have profits. You, you can have Molly's cut. She won't. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure she'd like that if she did find out. <laughs> Deep out. You can, you, you can have her two cents. Yeah, no <clears throat> that we shit. that we get from this shit. Because trust me, we ain't making any money off of it. It's just more for fun. Yeah. It's fun to have to be able to look at a site and be like, oh my god, there's a shirt with my logo yeah. on it. And people have asked for a camping trip uh, shirts, so we're working on that too. So that's coming. Oh yeah. We have to have Which... the we have to have the, the, the image reworked a little bit to fit on a shirt, right? Yeah. Which Real quick, a thank you to everybody that actually bought the camping trip. Available at tsdjproductions.bandcamp.com. Yeah. I wouldn't necessarily say it was brisk sales, but they've been kind of consistent. Yeah. It's, um... I'll be honest, I was a little bit disappointed because I had, like, eight people tell me, Oh, day one, I'll be there! And then, like, only half of them bought it. And I don't mean, like, they bought it day one. I mean, bought it at all. So, that's what you get for trusting people. Man, it got dark. It got really dark in here. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Can I go back and redo my fuck this shit? Because I got a new one. <laughs> Add it to the list. <laughs> um, but yeah, thanks thanks to everybody who did buy it and and the positive feedback we've gotten for it, for it. Um Yeah. Means a lot. Thanks. Very much so. And then we talked about it once before and it seems kind of hoary to be like buy our shirts, buy our merch, buy the camping trip, but it's the price of fucking listening to a free podcast, I guess. You know? Right. The other thing I'm talking about, again, if you're down, cool. If you don't feel like it, we understand. But the option's there. If you go to nerdblitz.com, there's a little button at the top where you can PayPal. What what are the amounts? A dollar and five dollars? Yeah. To help us uh, with storage fees and shit, because I'll tell you what, if we get to do... All the shit that we're planning on doing or we would like to do. And trust me, if you like this shit, we've got a lot more we'd love to do and we'd love to put out. There's two monthly shows we'd like to do. Book Club is weekly. The main show is um, bi-weekly. And then there's something else that I'd love to do too. But again, it all comes down to storage. If you'd like to throw us a couple of fucking ducats go ahead if not we understand but yeah you can send a dollar or five dollars to us donate a dollar or five dollars to us through paypal by going to nerdblitz.com right right and thanks to the people who have donated so far yes thank you very much very very much um is there anything else we need to talk about are we good no i think we're good Shit, that's over two hours long. Yep. Fuck, it's after midnight? Holy shit. Okay, mm-hmm. um, say the thing. Uh, bye. 
Oh my god, come back next time. Our sanity depends on it. I'm Brittany. Oh god. This has been a feature of JJ2E Media and TSDJA Productions.